You're listening to a podcast by the BCG Henderson Institute, BCG's Think Tank. In this series, hosted by fellow Dave Young, we'll interview business leaders and explore how companies can build competitive advantage by creating a sustainable world. Now on to our episode. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Building Competitive Advantage in a Sustainable World. And today, I'm excited to welcome Olivier Blum, who is the Chief Strategy and Sustainability Officer for Schneider Electric, recently named by Corporate Knights as the world's most sustainable company. I would argue that Schneider Electric is genuinely notable for what I think is some terrific strategic foresight. And it seems to me now that for many years, Schneider has used sustainability as a driver of business advantage and growth. So Olivier, welcome. Thank you. Our listeners will be grateful to learn from your experience. Olivier, would you please introduce Schneider Electric and yourself to our listeners and perhaps share a bit of your personal history with sustainability in the company? Sure, David, and thanks for inviting me. So to start with Schneider Electric, Schneider Electric's purpose is to empower all in the planet to make the most of our energy and resources, bridging progress and sustainability for all. So as you see from the purpose of the company, sustainability is already high in our agenda, and we believe our job as a company is to provide the solution to bridge that uh, gap that might happen sometime between progress and sustainability. And as we say to our customer, our mission in life is to be the digital partner of our customer for efficiency and sustainability. So we address different sectors like home, building, data center, infrastructure, and industry. And we have built a rich portfolio of activity around energy management and industry automation. But if our CEO would be with us today, he would tell you that we have spent the last 15 years to refocus that portfolio to make sure that can contribute to the decarbonization journey of our customer. I've done all my career at Schneider. I spent 28 years at Schneider Electric. And if you ask me why I'm still working for the company, it's because of sustainability. Because sustainability is deeply included in everything we do in the company. It's part of our strategy, part of the culture, it's part of the DNA. You know, when we speak about sustainability, there is this notion of being ambitious, being a progressive company. And if I give you one or two examples, you know, at one point of time, I was appointed, for instance, as managing director of Schneider in India. And part of my assignment was to find a way on how we could have a more sustainable impact in India. And that at point of time, we've created what we call the Access to Energy Initiative. Ah. And the objective was to pull a couple of people of Schneider together. It was beside really the core mission of the company, but trying to find solutions to help people who don't have access to energy in India. And you know, as a manager, as a leader, when you have a core job, a mission, which is to develop your business through market share, but at the same time, you are empowered by the company to find solutions that will have a positive impact on your ecosystem around you, I can tell you it's extremely powerful. It was powerful for me. It was powerful for my teams. Actually, we have engaged a lot of partners in that journey, and that was great. But I had the unique chance, human resources as a CHR of Schneider for five years. And for me, that has been a fantastic experience because when you can really make a company different when it comes to diversity and inclusion, we wanted Schneider Electric to be one of the most inclusive companies in the world, creating a company where every single employee has the same chance of success, whatever is your gender, your nationality, your education. I think that's great. And last but not the least, 
just to give you another example, I'm leading now strategy and sustainability at the group level. It's a very, very fascinating experience to do that at that point of time, because of course, a lot of people are focused on that in our market, around us, our employees. So it's a, definitely a fascinating experience. Olivia, what you described there, you can sort of see this incredible connection to corporations' purpose. That seems to be getting expressed, whether it's working in an emerging market, a rapidly developing economy, whether it's the way it's thinking about its people, the way it's thinking about its strategy, all these things looking back seem to connect very well. But perhaps, could you describe Schneider's journey in evolving its vision and strategy and and how sustainability actually got linked to strategy and business model planning? Right now, we're finding many companies in the position of beginning this journey and trying to understand how do they bring these worlds of sustainable advantage and sustainability together as they think about their strategy and as they think about their business model. Absolutely. We do believe our unique differentiation is that we are playing on both sides of the topic. We try to be a role model in the way we lead sustainability in our own operations, what we used to call corporate social responsibility long time ago, what people in the financial world call ESG. But at the same time, we try to be part of the solution for our customers. And when you are able to connect end-to-end what you are doing on the ESG side in your own ecosystem, but also contributing to your customer, we believe that makes really your company unique in the market. Now, if I start by the first part, We've been starting probably at Schneider Electric to speak about what we used to call CSR 15, 20 years ago. At that time, it was probably even more called philanthropy. But if I connect to the example I've given you about my own experience in India before, very quickly, we've realized that if CSR would live in a kind of parallel universe, which has nothing to do with the mission of the company, we will fail and we will not be able to scale up. So very, very early in our CSR strategy, we say, let's stop to do philanthropy and to give money to build school or whatever. Let's leverage the unique capabilities of Schneider Electric in energy management to help people who don't have access to energy because we believe access to energy is a human right and we should have everyone in the planet having access to energy. So we've started already at that time to make sure that all our CSR initiatives were really helping people around us in the field of energy by training people who don't have access to education, by empowering entrepreneurs in some countries to build their own business. And for the past 15 years, we've kept upgrading that strategy. And the second unique differentiation we had in the way we've built our ESG strategy is that we've decided very quickly to build a strategy to translate that strategy in short-term engagement and to measure on a quarterly basis every commitment that we've made for each of the cycle. And that has been very important for us. So what you would call today ESG reporting, ESG disclosure, we started to do it at Schneider Electric 15 years ago. I'm not saying, by the way, we don't do ESG disclosures and so on and so forth. We are extremely compliant, but we want to continue to drive our own agenda because we believe sustainability is about being progressive, is about raising the bar. Sometimes we make this analogy with sport because I love running and we say it's like a marathon without a finishing line. You are never done with sustainability. You always push the bar to the next level. And of course, beside that strong engagement on the ESG side, where we had those five programs every three to five years in the past, we have also started to develop a lot of solutions that we have tested for ourselves to help our customers to go through their own decarbonization journey. 
That's absolutely brilliant. And I think this move, corporate social responsibility to sustainability as an advantage. You got yourself to this point of understanding advantage and sustainability could go hand in hand, in fact, became a business proposition for you. The other thing that's notable to me is it's not just one aspect of social and environmental value that you're promoting. We talk about six dimensions of uh, societal impact, economic vitality, environmental sustainability, lifetime well-being, access and inclusion, ethical capacity and societal enablement. And in many ways, what you're describing actually contributes to multiple dimensions of value from an environmental and social perspective. And again, if you step back and you look at what sustainability covers, it covers all dimensions of what a company should do. So somewhere from a topic that was probably managed a bit in a parallel universe for many companies a long time ago, it's becoming central to your company today. And we at Schneider, very early in our journey, we have realized that sustainability is actually the company program of Schneider. That's a program that helped to transform the company. In my role today as a head of strategy and sustainability, it doesn't mean that I lead sustainability and I do everything by myself. I'm coordinating an ecosystem of people at Schneider Electric who are really the one to define their ambition for the next cycle. So for instance, everything which is related to diversity and inclusion, I'm going to work very closely with our HR team. Now, what I'm going to do on top of that, I'm going to be the one who will make sure we keep on raising the bar. People inside the company who tend to be a bit conservative, they will set their own target. So starting from the CEO of Schneider Electric and the executive committee, my job will be really to make sure that we look at what's happening in the market, what are the biggest trends, where we would like to take Schneider. Let's take bold commitment. And then we will work with the different specialists in the company. But if we believe their commitments are not bold enough, that's where I will come back in the discussion to raise the bar. That's how we have made major move in the past 15 years around diversity and inclusion. The first time you imagine we've published our carbon footprint emission, the first time we have built our carbon pledge. In the field of sustainability, if you want really to progress, you need to make bold bets at one point of time. We are trying to have this mix between really making the people accountable at Schneider Electric for what they are supposed to do to transform the company and at the same time challenging them at the central level to make sure we keep raising the bar cycle after cycle. Could you share a little bit more about the company's ambition in the new Schneider Sustainability Impact Program and why that makes business sense now. As I said before, we had this culture you know, of launching a new strategy, a new program every three to five years. So we've just closed end of last year our previous program and we are launching our new ambition by 2025. We have defined six key strategic transformation. Actually, it's five plus one and I will go very, very fast, but one and two are around climate and resources. Three and four are around diversity and inclusion with a very strong focus on generation. Number five is around what we call our principle of trust that includes everything that is related to quality, cybersecurity, safety, and of course, ethics. And the reason why we call it five plus one is because at Schneider Electric, as I said, we had those ball bets that we decline everywhere in the company, we measure our progress and we do it at global scale. We also realize that if you want to have a very strong impact on sustainability, you need to have an impact on your local ecosystem. 
So we have these six strategic transformation, which is how we can contribute to our local ecosystem. And here we are asking our country president locally to build a local dimension. So we have those six long-term transformation. Each of them have been translated in short-term objective. And we have 11 indicators, which is going to be what we call our next Schneider Sustainability Index, which is how we measure our performance. And for us, it's super important. We take those 11 indicators as really a base for our performance in the next five coming years. Every year we audit, we publish on a quarterly basis results, and that will form part of the remuneration of the management of the company. 20% of the group performance for our leader on the short-term incentive is related to that performance. So again, you start to see that it's a very, very comprehensive system we have built, strategy, long-term priority, translated in short-term goals, local plug to make sure we have an impact, measurement, and going to the rewards and the incentive of our leaders in the company. It really is very much a reinforcing system to escalate in the continuous performance of sustainability. And, and you use the word transformation, Olivier, which seems to be more and more the recognition that if a company is really going to progress, it takes transformation, that it takes getting in, into the wiring of the business, you even indicated wiring right to compensation. But this notion of transformation seems a powerful lever, almost a sort of a strategic idea in how to apply sustainability to progress the company. You're absolutely right. I support the fact that there is a kind of ecosystem which is being built, starting from the sustainable development goals, the strong pressure coming from the Paris Agreement, all of that being translated in standard rating agency. I think it's great for the planet. It's great for the people because that will force every single organization in the world to be committed to sustainability. Now, the only risk you have that the topic of sustainability might become more a topic of compliance than anything else. So of course, I want to be compliant. I'm going to make sure I'm the best in class. But what I'm even more interested is to make sure how I differentiate Schneider Electric as a company, because my focus on diversity and inclusion, my focus on carbon is specific to Schneider. We do sustainability at Schneider for the good reason, because we believe it's good. It's good for the people. It's good for the planet. And at the end of the day, it's very important that we define our own agenda. We respect the compliance. We have to do it. Standards are super important, but you need to keep on defining your own agenda. How you want to transform your company in the next cycle is very, very different from Schneider Electric and other companies. So that notion you know, of being progressive, being ambitious, being unique is very, very important for us when we drive sustainability. I imagine, Olivier, there were some tough choices along the way, what you're describing is a new way to think about business. But as you look back, were there difficult choices, big bets that had to be made? And how did the decision-making happen around those? What were the considerations involved? What would be your guidance to others that are looking at an agenda where transformation is probably going to be required, and they may not quite be sure whether or not the math is going to work out the way it always has with respect to returns on investment? How did you think about that? Well, look, you are touching one of the most important points, because again, if you want to make the difference, you need to make those bold bets, as you mentioned. And just step back a couple of years ago on some of those topics we are talking about today. I remember the first time we have measured our own carbon emission. The first time we sat with our CEO and we say, what is our carbon pledge? 
And we said, we want to be the champion in the world of decarbonizing the process, the industry, the building of our customer. So we have to be a role model. So we've started 10 years ago to measure our own scope one and two emission. Then we've started to measure the scope three, upstream, downstream. At one point of time, we say, hey, where do we want to go by 2050? So you have to make those difficult decisions. But at one point of time, you need to believe in it and make those bold bets. And of course, once you have set up those long-term direction, we always translate that with commitment. For instance, we want to be in scope one and two, net zero in our own operation by 2030. We will use offset by 2025. But at one point of time, you have to start with bold bet. I would tell you that in those moments, what was super important is for sure the strong leadership of our chairman and CEO was really the one pushing us to raise the bar. A super strong commitment and support from the board of Schneider. Because you imagine that when you make those commitments, you don't know where to go. You know that some of them will be disclosed. You will have to measure yourself. The second one, I mentioned a couple of examples on diversity and inclusion. When six, seven years ago, we said we want to have less than 1% pay equity difference between male and female, I can tell you that was not an easy one. And I remember that was a time where sometimes people were telling us, hey, Olivier, we cannot disclose that commitment outside because we are taking a legal risk in some country. But at the end of the day, if you do it for the right reason, you should not be too much concerned. If you don't move, if you don't make those bold commitments, you will never move. We've made the commitment to be at gender parity in recruitment at Schneider Electric in the next cycle. Five years ago, only 30% of our recruitment at Schneider were female. We move in five years to 40%, but we want to go to gender parity. Now, if you ask me today, do I have all the solutions to get there? No way. But I think that's the overall spirit of being uh, more sustainable. So you're absolutely right. Making those bold bets are always interesting time. But look, that's the way you make the difference, we believe, at the end of the day. Olivier, I just want to thank you again, for sharing the wisdom, experience, the learning through what Schneider Electric has been doing. The strategic foresight you've shown and the way that's come into practice and evolving the business is truly inspirational. This podcast was part of our series on building competitive advantage in a sustainable world. For more information about this and other research topics, follow the BCG Henderson Institute's research online at bcghendersoninstitute.com and follow our podcast series on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.